This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Our dad and mom for giving us this opportunity to come and speak at this uh, magnificent, powerful house of God. Thank you for accepting us as people that come from the township to stand in this pulpit in Jesus' name. You, thank you, sir. God bless you. <clears throat> 2019, I came to this church during celebration. And my wife was not doing well. She was very sick. I believe celebrations, dad and mom, this is a place of miracles. When we were at the back and Prophet Trout was with us, Prophet Trout looked at me and he told me, he doesn't know me, nor my wife. Prophet Trout said, God says I must tell you, your wife is healed. We are here celebrating we have had powerful testimonies of men of God talking about that they survived during COVID. We had Pastor Willington, Lamini saying that he prospered. He's still prospering, he's doing well. But not everybody is doing well. Some people are going through challenges. I want to talk to those. You see, Pastor Willington, Lamini, he sees the rents coming in. Others, they are watching the debits leaking out. And their hearts are freezing. They wonder whether the next debit is going to call them. They are going to be called insolvent or not. Thank you, sir. Your testimony inspires a lot of people. That God can bless you even during hard times. Can I have a living amen this morning, this afternoon? How many know that we serve a powerful God? We serve a miraculous God. God that does not change what he did in the past. He can do it today and he can do it even tomorrow. He is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Now, I begin with my message. No retreat, no surrender. Churchill says, I'll fight them in the air. I'll fight them on the sea. I'll fight them on the ground. I will never surrender. I want to talk to people who are contemplating to quit this morning. I say you need to boldly declare with your mouth, I will never surrender in the name of Jesus. Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says, For what is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. There's nothing that will overcome the world like faith. Faith is able to see trouble and see promotion. Faith is able to see the worst condition and see the promises of God. Faith is powerful. We came to this house, we were taught faith. We were taught to believe God. The 
that without faith is impossible to please God. If you don't have faith in your heart, there isn't much that you can do. We were released after we have seen our apostle walk by faith. Today we have built a church in Tembisa by faith. By faith. If you don't believe that faith works, what you see here is faith. Amen. Faith works. I know people trying to come up with all sorts of doctrines these days, but I would rather stay with a man that is consistent. Not a man that will preach after sometimes he says, I'm changing. Uh, I don't know what, what makes you to change. But I would rather stay with a man that is consistent. We live in a world of instability, unpredictability, and uncertainty. Is growing in the world today. Things are changing rapidly. People are confronted with the harsh realities of the season. Some feel like they want to give up in life. But I want to say to you, the Bible says what is born of God overcomes the world. What is born of God overcomes the world. What you are facing is nothing compared to what God can do for you. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. You know, for the past two years, people were facing discouragement, hopelessness. Some experienced financial challenges. But I want to say to you, God is always available to assist a covenant person. God never neglect a person that knows this God. They know their God. The Bible says, the people that know their God, they shall do grace exploit. My question is, do you know your God? You see, many people come to church. They don't know Christ. They just come to church. They know hymns, but they don't know him. If you're going through challenges today, I want us to read from Samuel, chapter 9, verse 1 to 7. The Bible says, now David said, is there still anyone who is left of the house of Saul? That I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. And there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. So when they had called him to David, the king said to him, Are you Ziba? He said, At your service. Then the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul whom I may show kindness, the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan, who is lame in his feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, Indeed he is in the house of Micah, the son of Amiel, in Lodibar. Then King David said and brought him out of the house of Micah to the son of Amiel from Lodibar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, 
the son of Samuel, had come to David, he fell on his face, prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth. And he, said, he answered, here is your servant. So David said to him, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake. I will restore to you the land of Saul, your, your grandfather, and shall eat bread at my table. Sometimes. Continually. You know, I know some people, they have a problem when they say you eat bread continually. They want you to eat bread sometimes. And when you say you eat bread continually, they call you a prosperity gospel. There is no prosperity gospel. There is the gospel. The past two years, people have gone through challenges. Some people have gone through low debar. Now, low debar is defined as a place of hopelessness. A place of stagnation. You are working, but you can't seem to, to break through. You are moving in cycles. You are busy, but not accomplishing nothing. You are experiencing backwardness. You know by now you should be there, but you're still here. It is a place where you feel discouraged. Many experience financial problems, but David, he called this guy Mephibosheth, who happened to be the son of Jonathan. Now, the Bible tells us that Jonathan and David had a covenant. Glory to God. David and Jonathan had a covenant. When David came into power, he wanted to know, is there anyone from Saul or Jonathan that, that I can show kindness? David, he asked Zabah, said, no, no, yes, there's somebody that I know, the son of, of, of Jonathan, that he is in Lodibar, a place that is deserted, a lonely place. David, so go and look for him. When Mephibosheth appeared in front of David, probably he was scared, he was afraid. He thought, David is going to kill me. He fell prostrate before the ground. But David said, wake up, Mephibosheth. Arise. Come into the palace. He invited him into the palace. He didn't know what was the plan. But David knew that this one, Mephibosheth, deserves favor because of the covenant I have with his father. I don't know. You are in a worse situation today. Financially, things are not happening the way you expect. Your ministry is not working. Your family is not working. Your business is not working. But you have a covenant with the living God. Can I have a living amen today? You have a covenant with the living God. 
It doesn't matter how worse things look like. I want you to lift up your eyes to the Lord because your help cometh from the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2 to, to 4 says, When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be penned. Nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God. The Holy One of Israel, your Savior, I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Saba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored. I have loved you. Therefore, I'll give men for you and people for your life. Today, you may be walking through the waters. Let me tell you, God is with you. You see, somebody gave me this illustration that when the ship is surrounded by water, it does not sink because of the water that surrounds it. It sinks because of the water that gets into it. Today, don't allow your challenges to penetrate your heart. Cover your heart with the word of God. It is your defense. It will defend you. You will go through the storms of love. You will go through the waters. You will not drown. You will go through the fire. It will not consume you. Like, like Shadrach and Meshach, they were not consumed by fire. God was with them. That same God is your God. In the name of Jesus. That God is your God. The children of Israel, soon after they were delivered from Egypt, as they were going to the promised land, they had to cross the Red Sea. But before they could cross the Red Sea, the enemy was following them. Egypt was coming after them. They wanted to take them back to Egypt. You know what happened? When the children of Israel saw the Egyptian coming, they looked at Moses. Why did you bring here where there are no graves in Egypt? We could have died there. But Moses, he stood up. The Bible tells us in Exodus 14, verse 14 to 15, the Lord will fight for you and then you shall hold your peace. I don't know what you're going through right now. Maybe you're discouraged. You feel defeated. I'm here to tell you, God will fight for you. He will fight for you. He will restore your business in the name of Jesus. He will restore your finances in the name of Jesus. He will restore your marriage in the name of Jesus. He will call your children from the borders of the enemy. They belong to your house in the mighty name of Jesus. God will fight for you. He will fight for you. Moses looked unto God. When there's no place to look at, you look unto God. And then you know what God said in verse 15. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. I don't know what you're facing right now. 
I don't know what is bothering you right now, but I'm here to tell you, this is not the time to cry, it's the time to look unto your God. Begin to speak the word of God against your situation. Begin to speak the word of God against what comes against you. You say, Lord, I'm going forward. Whether you like it, devil, I'm going forward. Take the steps of faith. God will fight for you. Don't be discouraged. The one that is in you is bigger than what you're facing. Greater is the one that is in you than the one that is in this world. Move forward. Stop complaining. In Isaiah 60, verse 1 to verse 5, the Bible says, Arise and shine, for your light has come. Yes, you may be feeling discouraged, but I want to urge you, encourage you, you need to arise, arise, arise and shine. For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you. Darkness shall cover the earth. You see the way people behave, you see that their minds are covered with darkness. The way people steal, the way people commit Crime, the way people corrupt the nation, it tells you that their minds are corrupted. But the light, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory shall be seen upon you. The dentists shall come to your light. People who don't know God, they will come to your light. People who don't know God, they will come to your light. The people that left church, there are people, more people outside that need to hear the Lord. Those that left because they have offenses. Oh my God, I feel pity for them. Feel pity for them. They need to come back to the house of God. There is no better place like the house of God. There is no better place like the house of God. The gentiles shall come to your light. Kings to the brightness of your rising. Kings shall come. People that are in high positions shall come into the house of God. Their positions will not satisfy them. Only the word of the living God will satisfy them. Lift up your eyes all around and see this. they all are gathered together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant. Your heart shall swell with joy. Your heart shall swell with joy. Because the abundance of the sea, of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. As Apostle Nick has spoken, we're expecting wealth transfer right now. God is going to transfer in the name of Jesus. Remember in Egypt, when the, the children of, there was wealth transfer in Egypt, the children of, there was trouble in Egypt. Big trouble. Egyptians has, had lost their firstborns. 
There was big trouble. Egypt was crying. But that was an opportunity for God to transfer wealth. The whole world is going through trouble, economic trouble. You as a believer, you need to wait with expectation that God is transferring wealth in the name of Jesus. Can I have a living amen in the house of God? Glory to God. Wow, time is flying here. Let me run. The world is embracing syncretism. It's expressing mixed religions. And I want to tell you, they want to force us to believe that Jesus is not the only son. And I'm here to submit to you, there's no one like Jesus. The Bible states categorically that he, every knee shall bow to the name of Jesus. Every tongue confess to the name of Jesus. He is the way. He is not a way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to God except through Jesus. Don't accept the life. Right now, Africanism is trying to introduce Sangomas in the schools. And then we've got to be ready as the house of God that we will not accept that in the name of Jesus. If they kicked out the Bible, they must not introduce Sangomas in the house of God. Can I have a living amen? They must not introduce it in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We cannot accept that. We cannot accept that. In the mighty name of Jesus. All voices are rising. Socialism is rising in this nation. Their ground forces are working very hard. And the church is sitting. The church is not doing anything. Oh, brothers and sisters. Put aside our differences. And pursue unity. Because through unity, we will achieve more in the name of Jesus. Through unity, we will achieve more. Our differences should not divide us. We must look at the bigger picture. The kingdom of God. What matters right now is the kingdom of God. I can tell you socialism is growing very fast. Their ground forces are working very hard. What is the church doing? What are we doing? I'm appealing for unity in the name of Jesus. Jesus states where in the Bible. He said, Father, I pray that they become one as we are one. I think Jesus knows why it is important for us to be united. Actually, COVID exposed the church that we are not united. The, the government closed the church. But when they wanted to hold political rallies, they will hold them. Taxi industries began to operate. What, what was the difference between the taxi industry and the church? With the church, people were dying. We had to bury them. But we were not made to be available. We were declared not essential because the church is divided. You see, government people are wise. They can see when there's division. They can see it. 
So we got to rise up and be united. Come together as the body of Christ. When we say no, we say no. In the mighty name of Jesus. If it's time to go to prison, let it be so. We are not afraid of jail, Tina. It's time that we mobilize. Time to sit in the comfort zone is over. You know, Christians, it's time that we, 2024 is coming. We need to prepare our own president as Christians. We need, let's not lie to people like Dr. Mishra. We say we will vote for him, but when we go back, we don't vote for him. It's time that we become truthful to the gospel. If we declare unity, we become true. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's time to be truthful, not be liars. It's time to be truthful, not be liars. Advance the kingdom of God. Advance the kingdom of God. Advance the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready, get ready, get ready to unite. Get ready in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, let's not lie. The man of God come and, and confess. We just look at him. And from there, we go and vote ANC and not vote for him. And yet, the man has got the truth. He's a man of God. He's standing on the word of God. He knows the Bible. He's a tongue-talking man. It's time. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Somebody give Jesus a hand of it. He is worthy. He is worthy. Nobody like him. Nobody like him. He deserves the praise. He deserves the praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.